Hey podcast peeps, I'm Sister Keela and you are tuned into The Door. We're talking all things healing, beautiful, and light, and that means you. So get ready to be inspired, walk through the door, and remember who and what you are. Hello my dear brothers and my dear sisters, welcome back to The Door, where we are moving away from what we've been taught to believe and leaning in to what we truly know. We are talking all things beautiful, healing, and light, and that includes you. And you are love. So I'm excited for today. I know I say that every show. I feel like every topic is the best topic. because it's also nourishing and anything that nourishes the soul of my brother and my sister is is the best topic and I just have faith that the word that goes forth the encouragement that goes forth the topic that goes forth is for someone in the universe so shout out to the nine countries that tune in now United States Germany United Kingdom India Spain Slovakia Israel Australia and Romania in the door. So today I want to talk to you about uh, one form of acceptance and that is accepting your best. Acceptance is so powerful because it turns from a path of resistance to one of allowance and often when we accept our humanity when we accept how people truly are that doesn't mean you have to accept their negative behavior but just giving people the dignity to be who they are and then you can choose to engage with them or not accepting the state of the world then we're able to allow and open ourselves up to the grace to what we need um, allowing that to flow to us but so often we don't want to accept the world has taught us our family of origin has taught us perhaps our religious system has taught us to not accept our best you know so often we feel our best is not good enough and we decide that we are to be ministers of punishment unto ourselves and today I feel that Holy Spirit God your higher self the universe the broader perspective wants to throw you a rope and so today I want to talk to you about accepting your best you don't have to do it fill in the blank you don't have to do blank any better than you can ever do your best for the moment and then let it go 
If you have to redo it, you can do your best in another moment later, but you can never do more or better than you're able to do at the moment. And see that this is where grounding ourselves, this is where meditation, this is where being present, this is where it is so critical because when we're able to be present in the moment, then we can focus and we can truly do our best. But if we're tied, if we're hugging, if we're entangled in the past, even our own previous cycles, if we're ahead of where we are now in the future, that will hang us up. But in the moment, friend, we can do our best. The issue, as I mentioned earlier, is that we often punish ourselves and make ourselves feel crazy by expecting more than our reasonable best for now. What are you going through right now? Perhaps you suffer right now in some area. Well, you're not at 100% are you? Your tank is not all the way filled up, is it? Perhaps it's not your best day, your best week, your best month. Divorces occur, deaths occur, disease occurs, conflicts occur. And so don't make yourself crazy. Don't punish yourself by expecting more than your reasonable best for now. Now, I want to talk about striving for excellence. I don't like the word striving, but I believe that I operate in and since I believe God is in you and you and God are one and God is excellent, I believe everyone on the planet has a spirit of excellence within them because God is excellent. I don't feel we always walk in it, but I believe everyone has a spirit of excellence. And so walking in a spirit of excellence and uh, pursuing excellence, it's a positive quality. But striving for perfection, hear me. Striving for perfection, that is self-defeating. Why? Because you're a human, my friend. That's the thing we all have in common. We are one. We are humanity. We are the expression of source energy. We're the expression of light. We're the expression of love. We're the expression of God But we are not God and we are not perfect. We're still wearing this earth suit. We still have things we are learning. We're all growing. We're all evolving. So to expect perfection, the bar is too high. 
we defeat ourselves. And can I tell you this? If the God who created all that is, if the God of the universe loves to watch you sleep, loves you on your worst day, loves you when you're doing nothing, puts breath in your lungs day in and day out, allows your heart to beat without you even having to help it. Does it make sense for you then to strive for perfection that God is not demanding of you? No. You can be aware of your imperfections and you can smile at them. Because guess what? No one else is perfect either. You're one of the many. You and I are one. We are gloriously imperfect, my friend. And so is your neighbor. Who told you or who expected you to do, to give, or to be more? I'm going to ask the question again. And I want you to think about your answer. Did someone tell you or expect you to do or give or be more? And if so, look at that person or institution or organization or group and ask yourself, if they're perfect. So With that information and with the knowledge that if someone, if something, if some group required it of you and they themselves, that institution, that organization, that philosophy, even the doctrine is imperfect. Now with this information, you can let yourself off the hook. Did someone always withhold their approval from you? Hmm. Guess what? You can approve of 
your work. You can approve of your best in the moment. Whatever the task is, you can approve of your best. You have the power. And if you get still, my friend, if you get very, very still and shut up the small mind, the ego, which remember the ego's only job is to lie to you and keep you out of alignment with source, keep you out of alignment with God within you. So you're unable to hear the voice, capital V, the voice of love, the voice of acceptance, the voice of peace, the voice of clarity, the voice of affirmation, the voice of encouragement, the voice of truth. You can quiet yourself and you can approve of your best. There comes a time when we feel we have done our best. When that time comes, let it go. Have you done your best in a relationship? Have you done your best trying to help a loved one, trying to help a department, an organization? Have you done your best in your contribution to a project? Have you done your best at whatever you're putting your hand to, helping out your loved one in the home, doing your part? If you have, when that time comes and you feel you have done your best, then let it go. And here's the truth, my dear brother, my dear sister. There are days when our best is less than what we hoped for. No two days are the same. We serve a God of season. We live a life of season, winter, spring, summer, and fall. Learn from the trees, learn from nature. We get no reaction from them in the winter for not producing like the spring, for not producing like the summer. If we could learn to accept and let go the same way the trees accept and let go of their leaves in the autumn, in the fall. Oh, can you imagine how blessed, how blessed you would be to go into that flow, to allow yourself to enter that flow The days when your best is less than what you hoped for, let those times go too. Start over tomorrow. Start over next week. If you're in a situation that comes to an end in a certain amount of months or certain amount of time, a circumstance that's throwing you off kilter perhaps, 
then start over next year. But back to the moment, you can have a redo in the next moment. Work things through until your best becomes better. And isn't that what we see with athletes? We see their best becoming better. Isn't that what we see with comedians and actors over time? Their best becoming better. Isn't that often what we see with authors? Musicians even. Their best often becoming better. Because they're working things through. Look at yourself compared to seven, ten years ago. You've been working things through and your best has gotten better. Now listen back to God within you, speaking the truth. God speaks the truth in love. And there's a time for constructive criticism. But if that's all you give yourself, then it's you talking and not your higher self. And you'll give up. If all you ever do is criticize yourself, then you are repeating someone else's script that was told to you. Or your ego is big and strong. The ego judges. It's humility to be gentle with yourself. Religion often teaches us that humility is is um, to get low, to um, abase ourselves, to uh, speak poorly or modestly of ourselves. True humility is saying what God says about you. True humility is agreeing with God. And God says, you're wonderful. God says, you are perfect as you are. God says, you are whole. God says, you are not broken. God says that you and he are one. God says, you are saved. You don't have to fear. These are the things God says about you. So there's a time and a place for constructive criticism. But if that's all your ego ever gives yourself, then you'll give up. Because that's not life-giving. Empowering and complimenting yourself will not make you lazy. Back to our upbringing or families of origin or institutions or religions or organizations we grew up in or countries, cultural messages we grew up in. That somehow complimenting, affirming, encouraging, empowering someone 
will just make them lazy, that the way to make people better is to criticize them, to drive them. It doesn't work. It will not make you lazy. It will nurture you and enable you to give, to do, and to be your best. Whenever I'm working on a project and for some reason I have to email myself a document or a a sound excerpt or whatever the case is from one of my emails to my other email and I have to include an attachment to myself for whatever reason, the subject always says, man, you're doing a great job or I'm so proud of you, Keela, or here you go, girl, rock it or keep it up. You're doing great. And even though I'm the one who sent the email to myself, when I open the email from the other email address, <laughs> and they're both mine, perhaps from my personal email to my work email or vice versa, when I open that email and read the encouragement from the heart of God to me, from me, oh man, it's a shot in the arm. When I get that and then I download the attachment or the soundbite or whatever it is I'm going to be using, I'm ready to give and do and be my best because you know what I told myself, your best is good enough. I'm pleased with you. I'm satisfied with you. What I'm saying is what God is saying. And that's why it's encouraging and nurturing and life-giving. So I want you to lean into this. And I want you to say this after me. Today, I will do my best. Then I'll let it go. God, help me stop criticizing myself so I can start appreciating how far I've come. And oh, my friend, how far you have come. And guess what? How much farther you're going to go. And guess what? While you're physical, you're still wearing your earth suit, you're still in your physical body, you're still able to hear my voice with your natural ears, guess what? You'll never arrive. And so you can allow that to take the pressure off of you. So let's recap. You don't have to do it better than you can ever. You never have to do it better than you can. Do your best for a moment and then let it go. 
Don't punish yourself or make yourself crazy. Striving for excellence or spirit of excellence is a positive quality, but striving for perfection is self-defeating. Don't defeat yourself, my dear brother, my dear sister. Then I want to encourage you to examine who told you, who expected you to do, give, or be more? Who withheld approval from you? Well, guess what? You and God are one, and you and God are the majority. So together, approve of you. And when you don't do your best, let that go. And then remember, there's a time for constructive criticism, but if that's all you're doing, then it's you. It's your ego. It's your small mind. And I want to encourage you to go back into the quiet place. Go back to your glorious breath. Be still. And hear the voice, the capital V. And remember, empowering and complimenting yourself and being gentle with yourself will not make you lazy. It is like drinking much needed water. And also remember, all we have is this present moment. The past is gone. The future is yet to come. But what you do have is now. The glorious, holy instant, which is now. I'm going to sing this song over you, which I sing over myself. It's a blessing and it's easy to learn. And I personally think everyone should sing it over themselves, to themselves, because it will nourish you. Why? Because it's the truth. It is the truth. If you don't believe it's the truth, then you just need to practice and come to the awareness that it is the truth that you do know. I want to remind you that you are deeply loved and we are one. I am happy. I am free. I know God's will for me. I am happy, I am free, I know God's will for me. I am happy, I am free, I am guiltless, I'm free. I am happy, I am free, I know God's will for me. Last time, I am happy, I am free. I am guiltless, I'm free. I am happy, I am free. I know God's will for me. All right, podcast peeps, my dear brothers and my dear sisters, this concludes this episode of The Door. Please subscribe so you can tune into the show twice a month. We air every other week. And if you would like to support the show, you can click on the link below in the program description. 
And if you would like to be on the show, you can click on the link, leave a voicemail with your name, contact information, and the topic you would like to discuss for the good of the listening audience that can be under the umbrella of healing, love, and light. I'd like to thank you again for tuning in and remind you that you are deeply loved and we are one.